1: Baltimore signed six-year veteran receiver Demarcus Robinson, who started 29 games over the past three years catching balls from Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City.
2: Yeah, some fans have been clamoring for the Ravens to add more experience and depth to the receiver room, but is this the signing that will satisfy them? We may never know the answer to this one, but stay tuned anyway.
1: I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Tuesday, August 23rd, and this is your morning Ravens vault.
2: Ravens rookie tight end Isaiah Likely is no longer a secret after another stellar preseason performance, and his play has people talking.
1: Plus, we'll detail where Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews came in on the NFL's top 100 players list for 2022.
2: We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the morning vault where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So after standing by their young receivers all offseason long and throughout much of training camp, the Ravens finally gave in and added a veteran piece to the room by reportedly signing Demarcus Robinson. Sarah, first off, what specifically triggered this move after holding off for so long? I mean, Not even Marquise Brown's trade was enough to get the Ravens to add a veteran back in April. So why now?
1: Yeah, I'm guessing it's the recent injuries to James Prochet and Tylen Wallace. I bet those both have something to do with it. Now, Prochet is dealing with a hamstring injury and has yet to make an appearance in the preseason. And then Wallace, we all remember, he sprained his knee in that first preseason game. So it's unclear when either of them will return. And on top of all of that, the Ravens had brought in a slew of undrafted rookies hoping that one might prove worthy of a roster spot. And Bobby, while several of them have had a few highlight-worthy moments, none of them have consistently made plays over time. In fact, the Ravens have already reportedly cut Jalen Moore as they try to get the roster down to 80 by Tuesday's deadline. So Baltimore certainly needs more bodies.
2: So Sarah, just to clarify, is that all Robinson is a practice body in your estimation or take us through that?
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. In fact, based on his reported one-year deal being worth a little over $1 million with $895,000 being fully guaranteed, I would say that's a strong indication that the Ravens expect him to make the 53-man roster. And he does bring some intriguing capabilities to the table. So here's why. First off, he brings experience after playing five years with the Chiefs and he's a Super Bowl champion. Second, he's 27, which is usually the prime years of NFL players. And then finally, at six foot one, 203 pounds, Robinson is a big and capable receiver on the perimeter who can move the chains and has also shown the ability to make big plays and find the end zone. In fact, if his name sounds familiar to some Ravens fans, it might be because he's made some big plays in Baltimore against the Ravens in the past. In his four games against the Ravens, Robinson has 16 catches for 131 yards and two touchdowns. Here's the NBC Sports Sunday Night Crew calling this Casey Ravens game last season in which Robinson catches a 33-yard touchdown despite having... All-pro corner Marlon Humphrey draped all over him. Holmes fills that pocket deep downfield into the end zone, juggled, and caught
0: for a touchdown to Marcus Robinson. Marlon Humphrey all over him, and Robinson juggling, pulls it in, it's 33 yards,
1: and it's a touchdown for Kansas City.
2: Yeah, Sarah, that was an impressive play by Robinson, no doubt, but I mean, it's not like he consistently puts up big numbers, right? Like, his best years, if I'm not mistaken, of production came in 2019 and 2020 when he put up about 450 yards and four touchdowns each season. And then he was just released from the Las Vegas Raiders after spending training camp with them, right? Like, is that kind of on track?
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Bobby. This is a classic Ravens wide receiver signing where the front office refuses. They will not spend a ton of money on free agent wide receivers They get, you know, some that are a little bit more bargain price that can fill a specific role. And then maybe, maybe they catch lightning in the bottle during that process. So depth was definitely needed. Experience was needed. And they got that with this Robinson signing. But it doesn't change, in my estimation, the trajectory of the wide receiver room overall. This continues to be a tight end centric passing game with Mark Andrews and now Isaiah Likely and Nick Boyle. Those three will lead the way. Okay, but to your point about Robinson's release from the Raiders just a little while ago, I looked into that and Bill Williamson from Silver and Black Pride had explained that Robinson was, quote, signed in the off season to be a rotational receiver. However, the speedster didn't do much in training camp And he was lost in the shuffle in a talented receiver room. The Raiders did Robinson a favor, cutting him now so he has a chance to catch on elsewhere. Close quote.
2: Well, he now has his chance in Baltimore where the door for opportunity is wide open, as we know. And he already seems excited about it. Robinson's already posted a picture of himself in a Ravens hat and shirt on Instagram and he even put a Ravens logo on the header of his Twitter account as well. Still to come here on the vault, Isaiah Likely. Need I say any more? Stay tuned.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, Bobby, one thing we know for sure this preseason is that Ravens rookie tight end Isaiah Likely, yeah, he is no longer a secret.
2: Yeah, no kidding. The Coastal Carolina product has logged 12 catches for 144 yards and a touchdown through two preseason games. And on Sunday night in Arizona... Likely had former All-Pro tight end turned color analyst Greg Olson singing his praises on national TV. Impressed with just his overall understanding and ability to see the field. You can see him go man here. They're not going to let him find his own. Blitz coming. Connects anyway. Why not? He breaks a tackle. Likely with a move inside the 20 and down to the 10 Isaiah likely is going off man we've we've talked about him being able to find you gonna see this is man coverage we called it before the snap he goes he runs a little stick and now the run after catch that's what I've been so impressed they can't tackle this guy we couldn't stop him in zone so they bring a little pressure and go man they still don't have an answer for him and then the run after catch Looks like a young Darren Waller after the catch. Yeah, like I said, awfully high praise from a guy who knows a thing or two about what it takes to be great at the position, Sarah.
1: Yeah, what I cannot get over, I still cannot get over this, is his efficiency from Sunday night. Likely played, just get this, 15 offensive snaps. And yet he finished with eight catches for 100 yards and a touchdown, again, and just 15 snaps
2: yeah i would say that's efficiency at its finest sarah but if you ask likely himself he's just
3: standing by his word listen to this really is just you know showing the ravens that i prompt the promises i made when they drafted me i was going to keep day in and day out practice and even in game so really as long as the front front office and the ravens is happy that's all the blessing i can do and
2: how about this from espn's mina kimes after sunday's game she tweeted quote so much to love about Isaiah, likely, but one thing that stands out, his spatial awareness versus zone coverage. Important because Lamar will always face significantly more zone than man for obvious reasons, close quote. So Sarah, moral of the story is based on what his teammates, coaches, and national media members have been saying in recent weeks, it sure seems likely that that number 80 will be a key contributor to Lamar Jackson's offense right out of the gates this year. So the NFL has been slowly releasing its top 100 players of 2022, which is a list compiled from player votes. Lamar Jackson came in at number 36, and Mark Andrews was at number 32. Sarah, where are we here? Are those rankings too high, too low, or just about right?
1: I'd say in the case of Lamar Jackson, I would say he's a little low considering what he means to this team and that he's one of the most dangerous players in the NFL. And hey, he was number one on this list heading into the 2020 season. So it's a bit of a drop in just a couple of years. But that being said, you can understand why he dropped this far. Jackson was... Injured last season, he hurt his foot, and he missed the last five games of the season. So players typically get slept on when they're away from the game. But don't get it twisted, the NFL still knows the damage that Lamar is capable of inflicting, as explained here by three-time All-Pro safety Tyron Matthew.
0: He just has that spirit, man, like and, and that will. I think he's one of the most competitive players I've ever played against. I think any time he has the football in his hands, he is the most dangerous person in the world. It's very, it's very, very hard to tackle him. And I don't think people understand it. I think most people think that since everybody's in the NFL, that they should be able to tackle him. That's not necessarily how it works.
1: And so with Andrews, we already know that he is an all-pro tight end. And his 32nd ranking seems to reflect that. Tight ends don't usually rank too much higher, so number 32 seems about right. And here's his former teammate, Matthew Judon, on him.
2: Mark can do it all. He's definitely one of the best tight ends in the league, and he will be for a lot of years to come yeah judah now in new england with the patriots over the last couple years but speaking of jackson and andrews they didn't play in the preseason game sunday night but in some ways they still found a way to steal the show didn't they sarah
1: oh absolutely first it was lamar jackson who grabbed attention with just his look there is nobody bobby there is nobody with a cooler look than number eight He had let out his long hair and let it out of his braids. Then he had on his sunglasses and his icy Ravens shield chain. He just, just the look of him stole the show.
2: Yeah, his drip is next level. And I guess he even helped out Mark Andrews with his look as well. Listen to this in-game interview between Fox reporter Tom Rinaldi and mark himself this is pretty funny you gotta break down the chain for us what's the chain uh it's part of lamar lamar hooked me up it's african wild dog so it just representing how long have you had it uh, like i said lamar hooked it up <laughs> you got it you got it thanks for a little bit of time Mark. appreciate it you
1: Yeah, I would like to think that that chain is only on loan, Bobby. That would be one expensive gift from Lamar Jackson. But it's easy to see here that Jackson and Andrews share a tight bond off the field too. And speaking of Jackson's friendships after the game... The Ravens quarterback met up with Marquise Brown, who was Jackson's best friend on the team prior to his trade to Arizona. The two exchanged hugs and handshakes on the field after the game, and Jackson also said hello to his former backup quarterback, Trace McSorley.
2: And before we jump some other quick news items you need to know beginning with the Panthers officially announcing that Baker Mayfield will serve as their opening day starting QB and it's against his former team the Cleveland Browns. Mayfield had of course been competing with Sam Darnold for the job over the course of training camp. Elsewhere Fox Sports reporter Jay Glazer gave this report on Lamar Jackson's ongoing contract negotiation which was then followed by an Ian Rappaport comment on the Pat McAfee show.
0: The question is now, will Lamar Jackson get his deal done, Jay? I think it's a really big uphill battle here, and the reason why is because Lamar Jackson, he's representing himself, That is so hard when you have to go up there and try and negotiate. and for them to tell you why you're not worth a certain type of contract. But they've already offered him more than Kyler Murray got, but the Deshaun Watson deal kind of throws things, you know, out of whack there because I'm sure he wants a fully guaranteed contract. I don't see them
3: wanting to do that. Okay, Rappaport, is that what everybody's hearing? First of all, I don't know for sure that he wants a fully guaranteed deal and would only take a fully guaranteed deal. I think every quarterback from now to eternity will be asking for it. But the question is really, when it comes time for last and final, does Lamar say, I am not signing unless it's fully guaranteed? I don't know the answer to that. So until I do, I will say this is still open. Um, I'd be surprised if the Ravens gave him a fully guaranteed deal. I believe that is correct what he said, which is that they've offered – him Kyler Murray but I believe they offered it to him a while ago like I think that the, the floor has been like he has known he's getting uh more than the 46 a year the Ravens have known that so the floor was set it's really just a matter of how much fully guaranteed do they give him and when it comes time to say yes I'm taking this deal or no I'm take I'm not taking this deal does Lamar say well it has to be all fully guaranteed he's going to try but I don't know where he's going to land.
2: Tom Brady returned to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday, ending what's been described as an 11-day pre-arranged break from training camp for personal reasons. And finally, Ravens QB Tyler Huntley gave everyone a good chuckle trying to draw Arizona offsides on a fourth and three in the second quarter during Sunday night's preseason game. Obviously some sort of mix-up in the blocking scheme, and as a result, Falele gets hurt. Uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Yep, yep. I think they're just trying to get him to jump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> snatching his ball. That was, that was a good one. He's trying. He earned it there. There He earned his snap (laughs) count there. (laughs) That was outstanding. You heard the laugh, too. Tyler Huntley tried to draw him off sides on a fourth and three.
1: Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com.
2: Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. If you haven't already, go check out our instant reaction game recap from Sunday night's preseason win in Arizona, which is available across all podcast platforms. And as always, you've been listening to the Ravens Vault.